0: Hey everyone, the episode you're about to listen to is one of the very first ones that we did and the sound recording is not that great.
1: It took us a little bit to hit our stride and we enjoyed these first episodes but they maybe aren't our strongest ones.
0: So we've got some better equipment and honed our skills. The recording quality gets a lot better around episode 10.
1: Stick it out, keep listening. It gets better from here. I'm Ben, and you're listening to Sound Logic. And this is Mike.
0: Each episode, you get to hear us ramble about music's greatest albums from Rolling Stone's Top 500
1: list. Brought to you by two guys with no credentials.
0: You and I had talked about doing this for a while. We've talked about this a few different times over the years, and the thing for me that really spawned it on was uh, simply when our friend Johnny Weidman said on Facebook, I want a podcast where two friends just chat. Right? Why don't we take our opportunity and talk about Rolling Stone's album list. And it kind of went from there.
1: Yeah. I don't even remember why Rolling Stone's top 500 album list was the thing we gravitated to.
0: I think we had brought it up previously and certainly you and I and many of our peers that we grew up with gravitated to more of the rock side of things. Uh, These are albums and a genre that we're familiar with. And Rolling Stone, the magazine is one that I think both of us have been interested in for many years. So kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. And I think, when did the first one come out? It was like 2003 was their first attempt. Yeah, so that's like, you know, we're we're in college. I consider that at least probably the time where I was consuming the most music. For sure. Absolutely. Which probably means that it was a list that I paid attention to all the way back then. I think when I consider what the greatest albums of all time are... I think there's something in my head that remembers this list was created at that point in time.
0: Right, and I had a I had a prescription around that time, uh, so
1: subscription prescription. Yeah, what do you call that? <laughs> you are prescribed Rolling Stone magazine Subs- subscription subscription. Yeah, <laughs> subscription. Did I say prescription. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I got a fever. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree with that, and uh, you know I think this is something that. You and I have have wanted to do was some kind of project together. Uh, We've kind of played. I'm not really a technological social media podcast kind of guy, and you certainly are much more involved in that. So it makes sense that it would take a little while for us to get into it, but uh, here we are.
1: Yeah. And for two guys who have been lifelong friends, it's been 17, 18 years since we've lived in the same area. And I think there's an aspect of like, you know, now being into the, the later half of our thirties where we're trying to make sense of like our rootedness. We've both had some interest in our family lines. And I think you, you start to think back to, you know, what are the relationships that are most important in my life? Your name is always one that comes to my mind. Like, why don't I connect more with my good friend, Mike? And I think that hopefully my hope is that this podcast is a way to keep us connected in uh, a more intentional way than just calling every couple of months when, when, Uh, when one of us thinks of it
0: you know what I I do feel the same way and that as we've been preparing for this over the last few weeks and talking about it and get everything ready that's something I've been thinking about too Uh, what a great opportunity for us to spend some time together but discuss something that we both are really passionate about uh, which is music right neither of us are in in the industry or are professional musicians or even amateur musicians I guess I am a little bit amateur and I know that Music has been a part of your life, and you know uh, whether it be our church communities or other communities, we both uh, have played and have been involved in music, uh, and it's something that we're passionate about. We come from musical families; we are uh, building musical families. Yeah, this is a perfect fit, and and it's exciting. And as I look through the list, there are some albums that I'm very familiar with, some albums that I'm not familiar with at all. It's exciting to hear new music and discuss music that I've been listening to for three decades.
1: Yeah, and it'll be really interesting. I think in high school and college, our musical tastes were pretty similar, with a few exceptions. It'll be really fascinating to see, and I think we've already discovered this in the few weeks that we've been talking through this project, that our musical interests are maybe not as similar as they once were in terms of what we think is, you know, artists or bands that we we still admire this many years later. Like, I think if we had done this podcast all the way back... In high school or college, you know, before podcasts existed, I'm guessing it would just be two guys nodding in agreement most of the time. And my hunch is that, like, because we've lived lives apart for a while, there's actually going to be more. There's probably going to be lots of things we still disagree on, but there's probably going to be some surprises in the ways that our tastes have varied over the adult years that we've lived.
0: Right, and it would be a pretty boring podcast if we didn't have any debate at all.
1: I mean, let's be honest; it might still be a boring podcast.
0: <laughs> uh, only time will tell. <laughs> so, the basic rundown: we're, we're going to go through each episode, one album at a time. We'll go through the list. We're going to discuss a little background information about it. We're going to talk about, you know, some of the historical significance of the album uh, some stats and then we'll talk about how we feel about it. And, you know, I'm sure there will be lots of things that we're not able to touch on every one. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, you could talk about you know, the first few albums we're going to discuss. Uh, you could go on, you could do a whole podcast on just any one of those albums. We hope this is interesting. I hope it's something that people enjoy. And, uh, even if you don't, uh, the two of us are going to enjoy it.
1: That's right. And maybe we can convince our significant others to listen to like a half an episode. And then at least we'll have two listeners And that'll at least be something.
0: Well, I think we can get get at least one download from from Ireland.
1: Hopefully, Johnny at least checks it out.
0: Momentum is an important thing. You know, if we have momentum and we're enjoying what we're doing, we we want to keep going. I don't see why not. Certainly in the first 50, I think we'll, you know, and that'll take a while. That'll take at least a year. And I think there's lots of interesting stuff there. I see between 50 and 100 if we've still got uh, the momentum and the drive to do it. And it's still interesting and we're enjoying it. Um, I could definitely see that. Past that, I could see us maybe, you know, if we haven't, you always make time for the things you enjoy. And I find that when things start to fall off and you're not doing them as much anymore, it's because maybe it's not as relevant to you. And as much as I'd love for this to be, a thing that we just keep doing and doing and doing for years and years, which would be awesome. Uh, It doesn't always happen like that. So I think we'll know after 150, 200, it starts getting a little more obscure for me. That doesn't mean that those aren't good albums uh, at all. We'll just see how far it goes. And if we don't get through all 500, that's fine. And there's certainly some other very interesting lists out there. Maybe every once in a while we take a break to talk about some of our favorite albums that may not be on the list. I see that there's no 90s Christian ska on the list, so we'll have to stop for that.
1: Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you raise a good point about obscurity. Like, uh, I think I operate quite often under the premise that something needs to be fairly popular to be considered great. Um, And, of course, there are exceptions to that. You know, I just heard that uh, Baby Shark is charting right now. It's on Billboard's top 40 list. Uh, And, you know, there are other songs that we could debate, I'm sure, about the merits of something like um, Gangnam Style or um, William Hung's cover of She Bangs, you know, all these songs that are popular for, oh, geez, the Macarena, not necessarily because they're good, but they can become super popular. Uh, Does an album, in order to be great, need to have both? Does it need to be both technically solid and proficient and also have mass appeal? And uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where we come out on that.
0: I think we have to agree on two things. One, either we never discuss Baby Shark ever again, or we decide that we have to reference it in every episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe the premise of this podcast being, uh, you know, was it sound logic for Rolling Stone to include this album on their list? Right. Uh, If the answer is no, maybe we give it the Baby Shark stamp of approval.
0: (laughs) I think so. I think that's uh, going to be part of it. There are many things that are great, that are not popular
1: for sure. And probably vice versa.
0: I agree. There are many things that are popular that are not great. Certainly for this list, it has to be popular. It has to. And I think that as we discuss, even in the first top 10 albums, we'll see some albums that you and I will probably agree could be greater than ones that came higher on the list. But if they weren't as commercially successful, then, uh, for the, for the very experienced and reputable, uh, critics have put this list together uh there were good reasons why they put it where they did so that yes that'll be a very interesting topic for debate lots of room for a conversation
1: absolutely is there anything that stands out right now something you're really excited to get to and anything that stands out where you're thinking oh no we have to listen to that
0: one of my favorite albums of all time and certainly is one of the best rock albums of all times uh doesn't show up until number 43 and that's pink floyd's dark side of the moon so uh, it's a while till we get there,
1: but you've already marked your calendar.
0: Oh man. I've got a lot to say about that. Uh, ranking. uh, certainly the the Beatles and uh, I don't want to take the cat out of the bag, but you know, I, I, am a big Beatles fan, not a huge Beatles fan, but uh, revolver is certainly one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, that comes in at number three. I'm very excited about that. Uh, there are a few albums that I am less familiar with. Um, I never got into the Velvet Underground, and their album "The Velvet Underground and Nico" comes in at number thirteen. So, I don't even know if I'll know any songs from that album. And then, lastly, I'm really, really excited that although Rolling Stone hasn't dipped into every genre, you know, there's really not too. There's, I don't think there's any true pop albums on this list. There's no country albums on this list, Uh, but they did get into things that have influenced rock and that's jazz and blues and miles davis Kind kind of blue album from 1959 shows up at number 12 and i i'm really pleased that they put uh this extremely influential jazz album on this list and high up on this list so that's what i'm excited about uh for the first 20 what about you
1: it's interesting that you said you've never listened to the velvet underground because i felt the same way that's the one that stands out to me is like i have no preconceived notions of whether or not i'll enjoy it i don't think i can even name a velvet underground song which is sounds awful for a band that i'm clearly familiar with their name at least and and maybe people who listen to this will turn us off right away because we've said that The other one that I'm a little nervous about is Bruce Springsteen because he's someone that I've tried to like uh, actually fairly recently with his Netflix uh, live acoustic uh, concert and just don't really enjoy him. So that'll be interesting. I know that's you know considered to be one of his greatest albums, uh, Born to Run at number 18. So that'll be interesting to tackle. Um, the one that stands out for me, I think, that I'm looking most forward to. I don't have to wait long for it's the beach boys pet sounds. Uh, There's something about that album that I just really, really love. So uh, are we already going to have a conflict number two?
0: No, I totally agree with you. Um,
1: Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) I I don't want to take away from episode number two, but um, yeah, I, I I really, really enjoyed listening to this album. Uh, It just puts a smile on my face every time. And yeah, just this whole idea of this project is exciting because certainly at the beginning there's so many good memories, so many good feelings and music has a way of just bringing out the best in you um, and helping you get through pretty much any emotion you're going through, depending on what you listen to. So, uh, and I'm excited for the discussions about Sergeant Peppers and Pet Sounds and Revolver. Some of these few albums, yeah. should they be shuffled around? Is uh, Pet Sounds, we'll talk about the relationship between uh, Revolver and Than Pet Sounds, than Sgt. Pepper's, because they do have, uh, as we'll discuss, a very uh, intertwined relationship, and the bands had, although uh, very different sounds, had an intertwined relationship and popularity at that time.
1: Yeah, and I I think the other aspect of um, the way music can impact us is the way that it listens to the cultural moment and then resonates or uh, pushes a cultural moment. And I think... Uh, because so few of the albums on this list are from our current moment in time. It'll be interesting to see whether we resonate more with the albums that were uh, written in moments where there seemed to be political division or unrest, similar to, I think, the context of our culture right now. Um, So, yeah, I I really am fascinated to see kind of the prophetic voice of – some of these great works for sure well i'm excited to get going
0: i think that's good now and uh please tune in to hear more about the top 500 lists from rolling stone magazine
1: yeah our first episode is going to feature the beatles album Sgt. pepper's lonely hearts club band that'll be episode number one of the sound logic podcast oh
0: uh, that's going to be a good one i'm excited talk to you then see you next time on sound logic
1: Visit the Sound Logic podcast on Facebook to send us a message if there's something you want to be hearing in a future episode.